Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. You need to take the time and get the full picture. Ladies, I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. Goodness sake, kid, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not This is the Annie Fry Show. If she puts him in jail pending appeal before the election, the country's going to burn. And then all this blowback, you know, all these people say, oh, my God, she's calling for violence. I'm not calling for violence. But there is no way the Trump base is not going to be beside itself with anger at that level of deprivation of being able to simply vote for the candidate of choice. That's what's being taken away here. Stakes are pretty high, wouldn't you say, going into uh, 2024. It's December 12th, which means we're about halfway through, uh, not quite, a third through the month of December. And 2024 is upon us. And the questions continue to mount regarding how the primaries are going to shake out. But more importantly, how are the lawsuits going to shake out? Greg Jarrett is going to be with us in less than 20 minutes. And we are going to get to the bottom of both the Hunter Biden and Trump investigations and how the Hunter Biden investigations potentially do loop in Joe Biden. It's the big question politically, of course, criminally, there is an interest for the American people to seek fairness and equal justice under the law for Hunter Biden. We can't live in a civilized society where if you are a member of the Royal family, you do not have to abide by the same laws that those who are not must still abide by. However, the political question about Hunter Biden and his connections to Joe Biden still needs to be answered. And I think we're getting a little bit closer to that. I can't wait to ask Greg Jarrett that in about 15 minutes from now. Listen to Hunter's attorney here. It's because his last name is Biden, but it's not like they're going after, you know, some distant cousin. It's because he is the son of the president who's named Biden. 
The Republicans and anybody else that's been investigating on the right wing media, for example, have tried and tried to say that President Biden has done something wrong. They can't find a shred of evidence because he hasn't. And yet they want this to be an issue. And what they've successfully done, because they go out on the way, airwaves and people don't understand the difference between truth and misinformation, is basically saying, OK, I can't get the president, so I'll besmirch his son. I can't wait to get the legal expertise from Greg Jarrett regarding what was just said there by Hunter's attorney. They can't find a shred of evidence. How is it that we see what James Comer has uncovered, what the House Committee has uncovered? How is it that we have seen, you know, we were told before that there wasn't a shred of evidence of any wrongdoing for Hunter Biden. And then the whistleblowers show up, and I think the whistleblowers were dramatically the thing that changed the tide against Hunter Biden, he got this close to getting away with all of it. And the whistleblowers, God bless them, came out and put their name and their face to their testimony, and it changed things. You hear Hunter's attorney here, Abe Lowell, saying there isn't a shred of evidence against Joe Biden. That's just factually not true. Maybe there isn't enough evidence to prove to the American people in the court of public opinion, which is where the political battles are fought in the House of Representatives uh, as they look to be involved in uh, moving very close to that impeachment inquiry, making it official. That question needs to be answered. And the inquiry will be what uncovers the information that either proves, yes, we have the burden of proof to show the American people and to show the people in the House of Representatives that we do, in fact, want to impeach. Will it go to the Senate and will they convict him? There's going to have to be the most enormous pile of evidence that has ever existed against Joe Biden to get the Senate to impeach him. I can't imagine a scenario where that takes place. However, it is very possible that the mounting evidence that is uncovered during the impeachment inquiry, I mean, maybe even the kind you don't have to manifest like Adam Schiff did against Donald Trump, maybe even actual real evidence that is shown to the American people instead of just talked about in hidden depositions so that we can watch the guys like Adam Schiff come to the camera and wink, wink, nod, nod. Just wait until you see what we've got on this guy. You got to trust me on this. Well, we're still waiting. Liar. We're going to see what the Republicans have. And if the Republicans go the same way of Adam Schiff, shame on them. If the Republicans go, this smells to high heaven. We cannot conclude this investigation in time to uh, get everything we need to do in order to prove that an impeachment is necessary before the election. And then they gather the evidence, they present it to the American people, and they say, we're going to turn this over to you to make your decision in November. I think that's the likely outcome here. The impeachment inquiry will be voted for and passed. They will do the investigation. They will find the information. It will be presented to the American people and will continue to watch Hunter Biden be in a heap of legal trouble. Is it not jarring to you the dichotomy of all of the things that they have said and done to Donald Trump? And I'm talking back to 2015 up until now. All of the things that they have accused him of, that the media seized on, the the second it was put out there for us to consume, 
you you predetermine your hatred for Donald Trump. All of these things must be true. And you know what? If it turns out the 20 percent is true, that's enough to make sure that you still hate the guy. And then the next story comes up and you seize on that because you can't stand him. And you need these things to be true. And if they're not entirely true, they're probably enough true. Or, you know, what? at the end of the day, he's just still a really bad guy. Flip the switch. Everything they say on the Republican side about Hunter Biden and potentially Joe Biden, which is the connection that matters the most to the American people, can't possibly be true. Not a shred of evidence. There's not a shred of evidence that President Joe Biden never did anything unethical. Not a shred of evidence. There are a lot of things that any person with two brain cells to rub together would look at and go, that's kind of fishy. And here's the thing. I've said this before. If you were to explain some of the things to, you know, man on the street, New York City, we see those things on Jesse Waters from time to time. I love man on the street interviews. It reminds me of what we're dealing with, so to speak. But if you were to explain the allegations that exist in the Hunter Biden family and you didn't name any names, and you went to a hundred Joe Schmoes and Jane Schmoes, Jane Schmains, and you said, "What would you What would you say if I told you there was a wealthy family, been in politics for over five decades, well connected, very good with the people, risen to high levels in American government? What would you say if I told you that they've used their position?" to enrich their family members and their sel- themselves on the side, peddling influence. I'm pretty sure that more than 50% of those people would probably list off three, four, five, six different families if they could name them of who you might be talking about. And if they couldn't name families, it's probably because they're disgusted with government to the extent they don't, A, understand it, or B, care to understand it, because they just assume that everybody in Washington, D.C. is doing this kind of stuff. That's not the accurate uh, assessment of the situation. But the idea that somehow or another Joe Biden has been in government for as long as he has been, that Hunter Biden, who is a, a, a drug addict, who is a fiend in certain uh, scenarios, who is somebody who has had a very, very rough life. Tragedy happening at a very young age. Living in the shadow of a very powerful man becomes connected around the world with some of our not-so-friendly business partners in a political sense starts enriching himself on a board that has to do with energy of which he has no experience and he's getting pocket he's pocketing five figures of money every month and his family is cashing checks from countries and businesses in China deals that are made after he flies over an air force 2 with his father you say all this stuff nobody Leave the names out of it. Leave the political parties out of it. Nobody who pays attention to the fact that politics are pretty unsavory for the majority of Americans. They think there's a separation between the people who rule and the people who are ruled. 
You explain this scenario to most people, they're going to they're going to just assume the corruption exists. And if you listen to the people who are trying to get our attention as far away from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as possible, there's not a shred of evidence. Well, that's baloney sausage. And you know it. And I know it. And the people who don't know anything about it know it. There's something there. We need to get to the bottom of it and we need to understand the gravity of it because I'm here to remind remind Republicans it might not grow to the extent that you're hoping to where he goes down the whole Biden family and the Obama family and the Clinton. They all go down in a in a heap of flames. That might not happen. We don't need that to happen in order to right the ship for the United States of America. We have to get back to where people understand that the ruling class is the people. Not the rich, wealthy heiress families who make it to Washington, D.C. to rule us. That's not the way we do things here. At least, not until it is. So we step in the way. And we ask questions. And we get answers. And we go where those answers lead us. You can't predetermine on the right what you need the outcome to be. You have to wait for the answers and the facts. It's it's something that... The left was not willing to do with Donald Trump. They predetermined the outcome and did everything they could possibly dream of to get us there. That's a classic ends justifies the means mentality. And it is toxic in politics. And it is really like foundational to politics. What do you need out of this? How do we get to there? If you're willing to check at the door, any ethical foundation that you need to have in order to figure out what those means are to get you to where you need to be, we're in big trouble. We're way past that. The Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll for today is, will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? You got four answers today. Yes, it will be. No Trump, no Biden, or neither of them. What will it be? Because we are facing a scenario Like Megyn Kelly said, if Chutkin, who I believe is the Washington, D.C. judge, I think, decides to put Donald Trump in jail pending appeal. Is this is this a possibility? Is this something that this judge would actually do? Megyn Kelly says that the country will burn. Boy, we've burned this country down for people uh, that have not been in as powerful positions as Donald Trump. What happens then? I pray that we keep our wits about ourselves and we fight at the ballot box. But There's a lot of people who think that that's not a fair fight either. And if Hunter Biden continues to be in the trouble, the legal trouble that it is that we assume he is going to be in some significant legal trouble. Does that embark Joe Biden on a path to pardoning Hunter Biden, which would, in my opinion, likely lead to him withdrawing from the race? That seems to me to be the likely outcome in front of us before Hunter Biden can be exposed anymore. And Lord knows who else that wraps up into the potential investigations that exist into where the money was coming in and how it was going out. If Hunter Biden receives a pardon from his father, of which I would not blame Joe Biden for pardoning him. He is, after all, a very loving father. Go vote in the YouTube live chat poll. Tell us what you are expecting right now. Uh, Trump v. Biden. Is is that what it's going to be? 
You go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel. You join us there and uh, let us know what you think. Leave a comment as to why you think the way you think. Chris says, the poll is a hard one. I said no Biden, but was stuck between that and yes. So Chris is with me. I say no Biden. I'm not ready to say no Trump yet. But time will tell and things could drastically change at any time. Chris says uh, Trump versus definitely not Biden. Kind of worried about who, though. Come comment. Leah's watching the comments as they come in on the Andy Fry YouTube channel. Vote. Let us know what you think. And let's get to the bottom of both of these concerns. Hunter Biden's legal concerns and Trump investigations with Greg Jarrett when we come back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Because he already ruled against Trump on one of the seven causes of action before the trial started. I think he's going to find against Trump on many or all of the remaining counts. He's shown no interest, no buying into Donald Trump's defenses. And then the big question is, what's the penalty? How much money? How much of the $250 million that the attorney general is seeking? And most importantly, will the judge revoke Donald Trump's business certificates? I think that this judge is going to drop the hammer on Donald Trump, and then he will get to appeal. CNN's Honig saying that... Trump's going to get the hammer in New York. Of course, there are appeals that are going to uh, come after that, but the stakes are very high. And as we've heard from a lot of people who are assessing where the Donald Trump situation is specifically in this New York trial, the fraud trial, where they, you know, ruled on on the fraud before the trial commenced. And then it was essentially an opportunity to find out, like, how severe is the consequence going to be for this action? That it's to break Donald Trump. It's to keep him from being able to function uh, and and to be successful and then limit his ability to actually do what he needs to do to become the president of the United States. Jonathan Turley reacted as well. Let's listen to him. Well, it's not that this has never been attempted before, but it is not the regular order of things. He Smith had just filed, or this matter was just filed before the D.C. circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he decided that he wanted to leapfrog over the Court of Appeals and go directly to the Supreme Court. The only reason for that is that he is... Uh, really focused entirely on trying Trump during this campaign and po- and trying to convict him before the election. When when you think about the efforts that are being made and piled on right now, occupying Donald Trump's time. Now, if he did the crime, he's going to do the time. I don't think that in any of these jurisdictions that he is going to be able to evade the <laughs> the consequences of his actions should he be convicted of them. But they're throwing everything at the wall with Donald Trump, and they are making sure that they can get him somewhere, and if not that, make sure that he no longer will be in a position to effectively run for president. Let's speak to our guest, Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst and author of the book, A Great, Great Gift, especially for your history lovers out there or those who need to love history a little bit more, the Constitution and other patriotic documents. You can get it now. Greg, thanks for joining us today. It's good to have you. Hey, Annie, good to be with you. Thank you. Of course. I want to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about, uh, I played here a clip from CNN's Ellie Honig, and he was talking about uh, how he expects the New York judge to drop the hammer on Trump. I'm wondering if that's what you think is going to happen in that fraud case as well. Well, it's true that this is a judge who is incredibly biased against Trump, uh, together with Letitia James, the attorney general of the state of New York, who brought this uh, absurd case based on a consumer 
protection statute uh, where no consumer has been harmed. He, the bank that lent Trump the money, um, wanted to do it again. They were so happy with $100 that they made him profit. Uh, But, you know, this is a judge who has uh, already decided before the trial began, without hearing any evidence or testimony from witnesses, that uh, Trump committed fraud. Um, And that decision undermines about 150 years of common law that Mm. says you have to show that somebody intended uh, to make a false statement or deceive someone. Well, this is a judge who said, well, you know, I think under the statute, we don't have to show that. So I hereby uh, declare Trump to have committed fraud. I I don't see this sort of thing standing up on appeal for that reason, but also because, you know, this is a case that uh, is arguably unconstitutional. Trump is uh, protected uh, under the First Amendment, commercial speech, uh, simply making a, an incorrect statement um, is not actionable. It's protected by the First Amendment and all of the cases that interpret uh, commercial speech. So I, I just don't see this case standing up, but I do think it is a case that is a prime example of a prosecutor who ran on the campaign promise of getting Trump, and by hook or by crook, Mm. she's trying to do that. We're speaking with Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst and former defense attorney and law professor. We have seen the request for the Supreme Court to rule on Trump's uh, immunity, if that actually exists. Can you narrow down for us which case that might apply to or cases that that might apply to and how rapidly something like that actually is processed? Well, this arises out of the Washington, D.C. special counsel, Jack Smith, uh, January 6th case in which he claims, you know, Trump uh, tried to subvert an election and committed fraud against the government. Um, The, you know, the defense says, wait a minute, everything Trump did is protected under governmental immunity statutes. Uh, The trial court judge rejected it. Trump's lawyers said, uh, all right, we're immediately appealing to the middle appellate court, D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. But yesterday, uh, Jack Smith went to the U.S. Supreme Court and said, I want to leapfrog over the uh, middle court and go right to you. Since then, the Supreme Court and people are getting this wrong, saying, oh, the Supreme Court has decided to take the case. No, they haven't. They told Trump's lawyers, respond to this request by Jack Smith, filed some papers uh, in the next several days that we can consider the request. Mm. Uh, so the Supreme Court hasn't taken the case. Uh, but it's pretty clear to me that Jack Smith fears that the delay of a typical appellate review would interfere with his plans to gain a conviction before the election. And frankly, that smacks of election interference itself. Well, Greg, Jarrett, we don't want to take too much of your time here. We know that you have to run. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about your book, The Constitution and Other Patriotic Documents. There's a lot of questions being thrown around right now about what is constitutional and what isn't constitutional, especially with the office of the president. Um, What do you want to let people know about this, this book that you put together, why you decided now would be a good time to put this out? Well, I I think uh, 
young people, particularly in our education system, are not taught basic civics in government. And I hope that readers can rediscover what made America a, a beacon of liberty and prosperity and justice throughout the world. Uh, and you will find in this book not just our founding documents, but 65 of the most important letters and speeches and addresses by some of the greatest leaders uh, in our country's history. And you can, uh, you can read all of these documents, many of which change the course of history. These are inspiring words and galvanizing ideas that shaped America, our virtues, our aspirations, our ideals. And I think in particular, <laughs> I would say to people, uh, it's a great Christmas gift, yeah. but don't buy one, buy two, and give one to your child's teacher. Uh, be, because, you know, this needs to be taught. You know, young people these days, I think, would flunk a basic civics test. Mm. And, we, you know, we've done segments, Man on the Street, and we've asked fundamental questions about uh, the Constitution, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the Cold War, and uh, everybody flunks. And these are such easy questions, and I blame our education system. So, you know, I do hope that this book, the Constitution and other patriotic documents, helps to re-educate America. What a great country we are blessed to live in. Yeah, that is a great teacher gift. I highly, I highly endorse that. As somebody who's married to a teacher, get the book instead of the Starbucks gift card for that teacher, and, and yeah. they'll love it. If they put it on their shelf, maybe even. You never know. Yeah, you know, my sister's a teacher as well, and uh, she loved the book not just because she loves me, but she really thought <laughs> it had tremendous value for, you know, all age groups. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Christmas gift. Sounds great. Greg Jarrett, thank you for the time today. We're, we're grateful for it. Annie, good to be with you as always. Take you care. You as well. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Fox News legal analyst and former defense attorney and law professor, author of The Constitution and Other Patriotic Documents, which you can get right now. I recommend it. Uh, we need more of that to be out and about and uh, consider it for a Christmas gift. If you're looking for something for the right person, that uh, book might be the thing. Let's take a quick break. We'll have Ryan come back in studio here, Wiggins America, in just a few minutes. A reminder that tomorrow we will be at Ruler Foods on West Clay Street in St. Charles from noon to 3. Ryan Wiggins is going to shop at 2 o'clock with the $1,000 seed money that we have gotten from Ruler Foods to shop at Ruler Foods to benefit the St. Louis Area Food Bank. And we would love to add your donations in canned goods and food goods. You can go into Ruler Foods and shop right there. Put it in the big bins that we'll have out there. And let's bless people with our own actions. Feels good. Makes your heart warm. Let's do it tomorrow from noon to 3. Ryan Wiggins with Wiggins America in studio. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We know that the economy was good under Donald Trump, right? But what we need to also remember was we went $9 trillion in debt during that same time. And we are paying the price for that. Nikki Haley making the case that she's the antidote or the next step in the question of what Republicans need to do uh, politically She's the next thing. She's the next iteration of Donald Trump. She's got nice things to say about him, but she's also got criticisms and she wants to be the person. She's doing well in New Hampshire. She just got Chris Sununu's uh, endorsement in New Hampshire. That's probably good in New Hampshire, but that's probably the only place that's good. I don't know that anyone's like, Sununu? Nikki Haley? All right, she's got my vote. I just can't imagine that. We want to know what you think about 2024 and the Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll. Will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? Yes. No Trump, no Biden, or neither. Go to the Annie Fry YouTube poll. Uh, it's the live broadcast right now in the live chat. And let us know what you think and leave your comments. Wiggins! Oh, Wiggins! Well, she's not wrong. Uh, Trump did spend some money, and we, did, we would have seen some inflation from that for sure. But then we had a president who said, I see what you did. I'll double it. Let me go double down on that. But you, the way you got to do it, though, is you got to double it right away and then slowly lessen the amount that you increased it. But you're still in an increase. And then you talk about reducing the deficit. That's right. That's that's exactly the playbook. It's I very, very smart. Steve Moore said it's like an alcoholic that drinks a, a case of beer a day. And then now they're like, I only drink 80 percent of a case of beer a day. And you're like, you're doing great. Yeah. Great job, bud. <laughs> Thank you, and we're all feeling the effects of that. Uh, this report is kind of making some headlines today. I figured I'd start with this one. Inflation slowed to a 3.1 annual rate in November. Now, the the key word there that I think they want you to hear is slowed. I was going to say, that's not the report that I heard. Yeah. Inflation slowed to a 3.1. Now, they're comparing that, of course, to its peak, which they also created, and so it has come down off of the peak of inflation, which is good. Um, but at this point, inflation was so bad the last couple of years that you really, this should be an opportunity for you to get to, if you're ever going to get there, to something like even or negative inflation. And they haven't even gotten it back to its normal rate because 3.1 is still a little bit above a normal inflation rate, which is usually about two or three in a normal year. So that's making the headlines. Prices across a broad range of goods and services edged higher in November, but we're mostly in line with expectations. So the market is reacting to that today. Fox News says inflation rises. <clears throat> well, it did It did rise. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what you're comparing it to. So 
if you're if you're comparing it to when it was at 10% or over a couple of years it would have been double that then it's slowed. Well, and then I was listening to Chris Santelli on CNBC and he says inflation compounds. So even at 3%, you're still compounding on the previous inflation inflationary numbers. So it's not like it's like you were saying you need to get to that negative inflation number to bring things back down. You yeah. can't just keep having positive. What's next? The next story? Yes. Why are gas prices finally coming down a bit? It's related to that one. The answer is twofold. One, oil prices are outrageously high, and they have been for long enough now during Biden's term that you finally have other players getting into the market because they're like, look, the regulatory environment's terrible, but the price of oil has been so high that finally they're starting to step in, which is what you wanted the whole time. Uh, You want that to happen. Usually do that through deregulation. Uh, But the other is, according to this article here, that the oil boom that we're having and the price falling is because of a softening economy, which isn't what you want. Where's the article from? This is from Odyssey. Uh, It says the oil market is increasingly sensitive to indications and suggestions that the economic landscape continues to ease. Quincy Crosby, chief global strategist for LPL Financial, told Business Insider. So it's from Business Insider. Well, ultimately, they sourced it from them. Weaker crude prices are reflective of a softening economy. Now, the weird thing that they highlight is that the White House isn't highlighting the record oil production, though, because they're in kind of a tight spot, as you can imagine. Why would they? They don't necessarily want credit with their green energy people for increasing oil production, yet they want the credit for the gas prices coming down. So they're in kind of a weird position. Next one. Americans are getting plastic surgery in Tijuana a lot less than they used to. The number of Americans getting nipped and tucked in Tijuana is dropping due to fears of local cartel violence. So if you've ever considered getting, have have you ever looked into this whole industry? Because it fascinates me, the medical tourism industry. I don't know that I ever have looked into it enough to consider it because it scares me, <laughs> but it, it's something that apparently like some of the wealthiest people do is they travel to get sometimes cosmetic surgeries as in this story is talking about. I don't think it's the wealthiest people. No. You think it's middle class people Why do you, why do you think it's the wealthiest people who are going to Tijuana to get a butt lift? Well, I think, well, maybe not Tijuana. That's right across the border. But I, I always hear that Thailand is a big place to go. For for the wealthy? Yeah, for medical treatments and like a lot of cosmetic stuff. Where do you hear this from? <laughs> I just read. <laughs> who I've are read you it. talking to? <laughs> well, my wealthy friends who are very, very attractive, uh, they say, well, I got this in Thailand. Now, apparently, though, Tijuana is uh, one of the main places that people go. They jump the border there. But that uh, observers say turf battles between the Jalisco New Generation and Sinaloa cartels and other groups, like remnants of the old Arellano Felix gang, are largely to blame for controlling so much more of these cities than they used to. Big yes on uh, medical tourism. Anybody in the room? I don't think that's where wealthy people to go get their... (laughs) It's like the actual opposite. Yeah. 
Like I like it's where you when, go to get discount work done. That's right. Whenever I which was, which is in, why you have to avoid the cartels. When I was in Mexico <laughs> on a on a mission trip, I saw a lot of. You got a butt lift? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can be open about it. Uh, no, <laughs> anybody who's seen me knows that's not true. <laughs> anyway, everything was like dental implants, and it's like where elderly people who are on fixed incomes went to get dental implants. Are they wealthy? No. <laughs> You know, after what are you I, talking about? After I said that, I mean, that, honestly, I don't even know what you're talking about. The the story, I, it's it's just that apparently this big industry of people crossing into Tijuana to get plastic surgery has been hurt by cartels. That's that's the headline that people are, and and for me, where to will assume, those wealthy people go now? For me to assume that those people are all very wealthy, I'll admit, is probably erroneous on my part. If you're going to Tijuana for a butt lift. <laughs> Next one. This this state cusses more than any other. And before we put in our guesses here, uh, they, they looked into this. Here's how they did it. It was a casino research platform that used posts from specific states all over the country. And they didn't look at it just based on the state's population. They did it per capita. How many people are cussing in their online posts? And they gave us the top 10. I can tell you that Texas was number one at 6.9 curse words per post in their research. Does it matter that Texas has a lot more people? I think that's why I was saying I think they did it per capita. Okay. Because some of the of the uh, states on here are definitely not as populous. Where do you think well, – well, I only have the top ten here. So do you think Illinois or Missouri are on this list just based on personal experience? I cuss all the time. So <laughs> On social media? No, not on social media. This is on social media. This right? is on social media. Yeah. Illinois is going to be five. Okay, good guess. I don't know. Missouri, I guess it would be four. I'm going to say, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just ten, trying to win ten. one damn thing <laughs> <laughs> for the state of Illinois over Missouri. Sorry. Oh, uh, the answer is that Illinois did not oh. make the top 10, but Missouri did. That's because we're better. <laughs> Uh, so I congratulations! Wish I had a beep sound drop right now. I'd have, I'd have a day. <laughs> uh, yeah, Illinois is not in the top ten, but Missouri is. Missouri comes in just below Texas, Ohio, Florida, and Tennessee. Missouri probably fixed, or excuse me, Illinois probably fixed that vote too. So <laughs> it's probably not even accurate. Number five, six point one curse words per post is what they. This seems really high to me. So I don't know exactly what they're using or if they're looking at particular people. Six but curse words per post? That's what it says. It says Texas is 6.9 curse words per post. Wow. Ohio is 6.7. characters. I don't I know. even know. If, I don't think I know six curse words. <laughs> you must be using the same ones over and over. They asked them. They which, are diverse. Which ones are the most common? And they said, well, the S word is the most common. Sugar. Tied for second were F. And a variant of that word. And they report found that the average American swears 21 times per day. But over half use substitute words or phrases like fudge. <laughs> so they survey, they took posts, social media posts, and they found that in Texas, people use six curse words per post? Yes, almost seven. Almost seven in Texas. That's what it says. Who said this? This is a casino research platform. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Called Bonus Finder. It's just the wealthy in Texas, though. <laughs> so. 
Yeah. It's they, actually just the wealthy who got butt lifts in Mexico. It's, it's a <laughs> very, very small six subsection. Times per post. Yeah. It did not make them happier. I apparently. wonder why they're swearing. <laughs> they can't get it lifted as much as they used to because of the cartels. Uh, Iowa came in at 5.2, Indiana, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Idaho. It's like the Midwest. <laughs> Round out the top 10. Last story, talking about traveling for the holidays. Last story. TSA predicts that holiday travel is going to be an absolute nightmare this year. Unlike last year was the worst travel of ever. They stopped flying. (laughs) Yeah, God help you if you try to drive or fly or take a train or a boat in this country. Just walk. Just, yeah. (laughs) Bicycle or walk. God gave you two legs. (laughs) Right. Uh, They say, please don't forget to pack your patience Ooh, that's always helpful. If you are if you are on the way to a stressful situation, it's very helpful if someone tells you to pack your patience because mm-hmm. it changes the whole mindset of the person who is getting stressed. You're like, yeah. I forgot to do that. Yeah, thank that you moment, for reminding me. You, you just go. I'll bring an extra oh, carry on. It's 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 funny. It's it's fun. I'm having fun. I got your carry on right <laughs> here. <laughs> TSA tweeted, our officers are working hard to keep people safe during this busy travel season, but please don't forget to pack your patience. Oh, that's special. TSA also sent out a video on social media that included agents asking that air travelers remain polite and respectful to staff members. I just asked the airlines to remain flying. Yes. That really solves a lot of the problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you can just kind of get through things. (laughs) Fire them up. They even acknowledged in this article, it's not a surprising request as 2023 proved another turbulent year for flyers. Turbulent. Yeah, it's good. Because if you remember, even at the beginning, it was this beginning of this year that Southwest had all those problems. I think they had more of them in the middle of the year. But this has been a bad year for uh, multiple airlines. And then they say- It was Christmas when they had them. Yeah, I remember it being a big January story for some reason. Because it was was right after Christmas, I guess. (laughs) Are you new? <laughs> Leah, you want to take this over? <laughs> What's happening? I was, try- I, like, I was trying to fit it into this year. What? You know? Get so off. I say, well, it was Wait. January because it was after Christmas, but that's still 2023. I'm trying to do a 2023 story here. Does it matter? Yeah. Well, I, Why? I, I thought it did in my head. I'm like, you know, th- this needs to be this year. Did you Did you read any of these before you came on air with them? No, I thought it'd be fun to just come in cold. Fun? <laughs> you did. And it is cold. It is very cold. Uh, this has been a segment best served cold, as is revenge. Thank you very much for listening to Wiggins America. <laughs> Gosh. And we will be back at the same time, same bad time tomorrow for even more great stories like this. Probably. Yeah, I'm Maybe. not sure about that. I really am not. But I am hoping. Thank you. <laughs> 15 seconds. You take this one right home. No, that's fine. Jim Carafano coming up, unless he decided also to opt out. Which he might. I'm going to ask him about Tijuana. Please do. The cartels? Ask him if it's wealthy people doing it. Butt lifts? Jim Carafano. 971talk.com. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.